You are listening to the audio ministry from All Nations Church, Cardiff. Thank you, good morning. God is so good, isn't he? And Jesus is Lord. And it's great to celebrate the fact that Jesus is alive in our prayer today is that we don't just celebrate a fact, but that we meet the risen Lord. And we already have. I was so blessed. I was coming down to the meeting this morning and stopped off at a shop to, had to buy a couple of things. A uh, little news agent just up the road here. And as I walked in, uh, the young man was there. And, uh, uh, by the natural eye, you think, man, nothing going on here. He was f- full of tattoos, big holes in his ears where he has these big earrings in. And uh, I looked and I thought, get in quick and go out quick. <laughs> so as I walked in, and I took, I took the, what I had to buy and I came up to the counter. He said, good morning, sir. I said, good morning. He said, off to church this morning. I said, I'm just giving it away, I guess. <laughs> I said, yes, I am. He said, fantastic. He said, I'm going later on. I said, I said great, fantastic. And he said, it's, it's great to be alive, isn't it? Yes. I said, it really is. Fantastic, I thought. I thought, do you want to come with me? I, I, you could do me good here. And uh, he said to me, I, I said, uh, obviously, you're, you know, you're blessed. He said, I am. He said, you know, I, I went back to church for the first time in 20 years last week. He said, uh, Jesus is doing things in my life. He said, life is so different. And it's great when you come out not just having good service, but being blessed by someone. God is on the move. And, And God will move where you least expect him sometimes. Because Jesus invades people's lives where you think there's no hope. With hope with Jesus, there is always hope. Let's look at some scriptures, if we could, please. We're going to, I'm going to read several scriptures to begin. Uh, in recent months, we've been looking at a particular scripture in 1 Thessalonians 5. Let's start there. I want to bring it into the fact that Jesus is alive today. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23. That's our first verse. And 24. You see, I was looking at the external of a young man this morning, but God has done some things in his spirit. God is doing things in his spirit. And the Bible says this, May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. The Lord is doing wonderful things in our spirits, in our inner man. Where we really live. Turn over to Colossians chapter 1, please, verse 25. Colossians chapter 1, verse 25 says this. I have become, it's, that's the churches, I've become the church's servant by the commission God gave me to present to you the word of God in its fullness. The mystery that's been kept hidden for ages and generations but is now disclosed to the Lord's people. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles, that's us, the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you. The hope of glory. Christ in you. Say this, Christ in me. Christ in me. You see, we haven't just come to celebrate the fact that Jesus rose again from the dead. Jesus has moved on from that time. And right now, if you're a believer in Jesus, if you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, Christ himself is living in you. Isn't that wonderful? 1 John 4 verse 17. 
And the New American Standard Bible says this. 1 John 4, verse 17. By this, love is perfected with us, so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. We're not imitating Jesus or copying and we're living in a memory. As he is, not just as he was when he lived on this earth. As he is, as he truly is, so are we in this world. We're not Jesus, but we're just like him. Because as he is, he's living his life in us. Now here's a good Easter verse for you. Romans 8, verse 11. And this is one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible. If I can't read it on Easter Sunday, well... Romans 8.11 Now since the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living his life as God in you he who raised Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives his life as God in you. Can we read that again? Since the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead Jesus was dead Completely dead. He died. But the Holy Spirit of God, it says, raised him from the dead. And that same Holy Spirit today, if you're a Christian, is living his life, that resurrection life in you and me. He who raised Jesus from the dead will give life to your mortal body through his spirit who lives his life as God in you. Praise the Lord. Isn't that wonderful? Think about that one. Turn over to John 14 now, please. I'm going to read some scriptures from here and share with you something to, to apply with us today. Because it's not just the fact that Jesus rose again from the dead. So what? Well, there's many so what's. John chapter 14, verse 1. This is what Jesus said the night before he died. He said, Do not allow your hearts to be troubled. Have faith in God. Have faith also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And because I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really knew me, you'd know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. And Jesus answered, Don't you know me, Philip, even after I've been among you such a long time? Anyone who's seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe I'm in the Father and the Father's in me? The words I say to you are not just my own. Rather, it's the Father living in me who's doing his work. Believe me when I say that I'm in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the miracles themselves. I can guarantee this truth. Anyone who has faith in me will do the works I've been doing. He will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name 
so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. And if you love me, you will obey what I command. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. Jesus promised that the same Spirit that would raise him from the dead would come and live in you. And you, and you, and you, and you. That's what he said in verse 12. I can guarantee this truth. Anyone who has faith in me, because of what I'm going to do, anyone who has faith in me will do the works I've been doing. And he will do even greater works than these, because I'm going to the Father. Now, I'm not going to contradict Jesus. If that's what Jesus said, then that's what happens. You see, today, it's great to celebrate the fact that the cross was not the end of Jesus. Even though many people hoped it would be. And many people today live as if it was. But the cross was not the end. I'm so glad for the cross. I'm so glad that Jesus went to the cross and suffered and died for my sin. But the cross has no meaning unless Jesus rises again from the dead. Many people died that day. People die every day. But Jesus' death had a specific meaning. But his death really was empowered by the fact that he rose again. And he is alive today. Because what Jesus said was this. I'm going back to my Father. I come from my Father. I'm going back to my Father. I'm going back to heaven. Not to sit in heaven and be divorced from you and separated from you and let you just live your life as best you can. He said, no. I'm going back to my Father via the cross. Via the grave. Via the resurrection. And via the ascension. I'm going back. And I'm going to go through the grave. And I go through the cross. And I'll go through the resurrection. And I will ascend to my Father. And even there, it's, I haven't finished. Even though it is finished and I'm sitting there with the finished work, I've got work to do on this earth. All those things happened so that God could achieve something through you to fulfill His purpose. That's why Jesus said in Acts just before He went away, He said, in a few days, just in a few days now, I will return to you. Not your second coming, which is a way away. He said, I'm coming again in the person of the Holy Spirit to live in you. I will continue to do what I've been doing. Living and functioning in you and through you. He said, surely not me. Yes, you. You and you and you and you. Isn't that wonderful? That's why we could read this morning, as he is. As he is. As he is right now, so are we in this world. Not Jesus, but as he is, just as he is, so are we. In these days, we're, in this church, we're trying to equip you and to develop you in your spirit. To understand who you are in Christ. And to live as Christ in this world. That's why this morning, I believe, when, the moment I walked into that shop, the man wasn't just impressed with my, my nice suit. I believe he saw something. He said nothing to the man before me, but he said, you going to church? I said, yes. He saw, he saw Christ. Yeah. You see, you have it all. Sometimes people say, what do you get the person who has it all? Do you know you have it all? All of God in his fullness through the person of the Holy Spirit, the living Jesus is now living in your spirit. The same, listen, folks, the same person. And if you try and rationalize with your mind, you, you won't get it. But the same person. 
The same person, not just a power, the same person who raised Jesus from the dead is at this very moment living his God life in you. Isn't that wonderful? That's why Jesus got excited at the beginning of our meeting. And when we're going to praise the Lord later on, we're really going to praise him. If ever there's a day to celebrate the fact that Jesus is alive, it's this day. See, all the same ability and all the same power that raised the dead Jesus back to life in resurrection power is now in you. He's now in you. Not diminished in any way. It didn't take a super act of his strength to raise Jesus from the dead and thinking, well, now I'll live in, I'll live in you, but I'm a little bit tired. He said, the same power, the same ability, the same person, with all of who I am, I'm living in you and in you and in you. That's who he is. That's why we're the answer for this world, not its problem. If you live according to who you are and what you are, the Christ in you, the hope of glory, if he's real to you today, then you can unlock that power. You can live in it every moment of every day. If you live according to the Holy Spirit and not rely upon the flesh, upon the natural ways of living, If you live according to the Holy Spirit, and if you receive in your heart what we're bringing to you these days, that the Spirit of God is alive in your spirit, and you are as Christ in this world, man, the world is watching out. There are amazing things happening in this world today. See, the Spirit raised Jesus from the dead so that Jesus could ascend to heaven and then send the Spirit to Pentecost to live in the church, to live in you. And when you received Jesus, you had that Pentecost, and he came with all his power and all his person to explode the life of Jesus in dynamic power. That's who you are. That's who you are. You see, you're fully equipped. You're fully equipped. You don't have to come here to get tanked up. You live every moment of every day filled with the Holy Spirit. You see, when you receive Jesus as Lord... Your sin was no longer a problem to God. God removed it. Your spirit came alive to Him. And as I shared a couple of weeks ago on this, sin is no longer the driving force of your life. I was just thinking the other day, sin is not the soundtrack of your life. You don't own that album. There's not a soundtrack. I watched a great movie last night, The Firm. It's a great movie with Tom Cruise. Do you know Tom Cruise runs in every film? I don't know why. Maybe he runs out. He has nothing to say, so he runs. <laughs> but a great soundtrack to the film by uh, Dave Grushin, isn't it? Fantastic soundtrack. And, but it's all the time. But there's a soundtrack to your life. It is not sin. It's righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And now God lives his life in you, which is always his plan for you. See, Easter wasn't the great comeback. We think, oh, God was defeated at the cross. What do I do? I've got to come back. No, God, it's all God's plan. It's all God's plan. Always wanting to live his life in you. Now, look at John 14 again, because I want to share some things with you. Because I'm conscious of the fact sometimes when we read scriptures like this, our unrenewed mind can say, oh, that's nice, but not me. No, we have to dispel that. We're living in a time right now when we are the sons of God are coming to our maturity to realize these scriptures were written for us on whom the fulfillment of the ages has come. Jesus said in John 14, verse 12, anyone, anyone who has faith, 
Anyone in whom the Holy Spirit dwells. Anyone. Is there any anyone's here today? Is there anyone who's not an anyone? I'm so glad he didn't say, if you're, if you're white, or if you're black, or if you're Nigerian, this counts. But, but if you're from Ghana, it doesn't count. If you're from Sri Lanka or India, this doesn't apply to you. He said, anyone. Doesn't matter how old you are, or how young you are, how intelligent you are. He said, anyone, a- anyone, 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 anyone. Anyone. He never disqualifies you. He says, I, I just don't give the spirit to clever people. Or to Chinese people. I give the spirit to all people. Anyone who will receive me. If you're 65 or 6, he says, I will give you my spirit. I will come and live in you. In all my fullness. Because I'm alive. He says, anyone who has faith. And if you're a Christian today, you have faith. You can't say, I have no faith. Because you have faith. Why? He said, anyone who has faith in me, because I'm alive, because I'm going to the cross and I will come again to life, and the same spirit that raises me from the dead is going to come and live in you, because the same spirit has been at work in me, will be at work in you, and you'll con- I will continue to do what I'm doing through you. Do you know, you just have to be the person you really are. You have to stop trying so hard to, to do your best for Jesus, and just be who you are. That's who you are. You are the very righteousness of God in Christ. That's who you are. That's, it's not hard work. It's natural. I wasn't thinking when I went in the store this morning, thinking, oh, yeah, I'm on duty now. I'm on duty. I wasn't thinking. I, I was just being me. I was just being me. I wanted to make sure I got the Sunday Times before everybody else bought it. Because <laughs> it's Easter Sunday. You know? I needed some mint so that if I breathe on you, you don't fall over for the wrong reason. Just being who you are. This is not hard work. It only becomes hard work when you try to live it. And do it on your own strength. When you see Christianity and your faith in Jesus, something hard work and doing. I know know it's hard work. We work hard. But if you understand who you really are. But Jesus said a dynamic thing. He said not only that you will do the works he's done, but because he's going to the the Father we're going to do the greater, greater works. Do you realize how great today is? Do you realize how great today is? That a man who died upon a cross, a real man, rose again from the dead. Death could not hold him down. The old sings, you can't keep a good man down. Well, that's true. There's no way, there's no way that death and sin and sickness could hold Jesus down because of who he is. And the same spirit that raised him from the dead is now living in you. In all his fullness and all his power. Do you, re- do you realize who you are? You're indwelt by the living God himself. Man, you're dangerous people. I'm glad I'm on your side. I wouldn't like to be the devil, honestly. <laughs> but I'm going to face you people with the power that's in you. Praise the Lord. Jesus spoke of not just the works, but the greater. The greater works. Do you know what that word is? That word is mega. Mega. Isn't that wonderful? You heard the first person to say mega. Is, it, is that a popular thing to say today? No, it's gone now, is it? It's okay. I hear, I hear people saying fab and cool. And I thought we used to say that in the 60s. Then when I say it, they say, no, it's not cool anymore to say cool. I said, but you just said it. Yeah, but, you know, it's not cool anymore. It was, 
It was cool yesterday, but today we have a different word. We have wicked. Is wicked out now as well? What, what's good now? Sick. Go. Dope. Dope is good now. And sick is good now. I need, I need help. I'm sticking with mega. That's my word for today, okay? Mega. How are you doing, man? Mega. We're going to trend that on Twitter. Okay, that's the new hashtag for today. Mega. (laughs) It's true, isn't it? Better tell you what it means then. It's funny, today we don't just have stores or superstores. We have to have mega stores. That's what Jesus used here. You're going to do mega stuff. Greater. Mega. Yeah. Say mega. mega. Cool, man. That's great. <laughs> I got a following. <laughs> Say it again. Go on one more time, just for fun. Mega. <laughs> we got a mega church now. Oh. That's what Jesus said. You're going to do mega works. You're going to do greater. Greater than these. Notice he didn't say greater than me. He said, I've done this, you'll do greater than me. See, you can't, you can't do anything greater than Jesus. You can't outdo Jesus. It's not a competition. I don't read the Bible and say, well, Jesus said 5,000. I said, that's pretty cool. That's mega. I'm going to go for 6,000. I'll outdo Jesus. It doesn't mean that. You know, Jesus walked on water. He just walked across the lake. I'm, I'm going to try the English Channel tomorrow. It's not that. You know what? People, theologians sometimes say, is it greater in number or greater in measure? So I say, uh, yeah. Yeah, greater. You see, if it's Jesus who's at work in us, because that's what it is. The greater works is not me trying to think of something to do with the greater than Jesus. It's Jesus himself and the person of the Holy Spirit living his life in you and you and you and you and you and you and you. You see, when Jesus was on earth, he was one person. But he's no longer confined. He spread himself all across this world. And look, at we're just evidence of that. We have some like 25, 30 nations represented in here. That's just one representation. You can't keep a good man down. You know, we have nations. We have Mexico and Ghana and Nigeria and China and Malaysia. Many. Wales. You see, Jesus is alive today. And he's on the loose. Don't limit his work to the Gospels. He's at work in us and through us. And work with us in a greater dimension. A greater dimension. And in greater numbers than when he was physically present on this earth. Because he's still present on this earth. This morning we haven't come just to celebrate a fact of a Jesus who's long gone. When we worship and praise him in a moment, we've come to worship a Jesus who's very much alive, very much present. Who was here before we came, who came in with us and will leave with us because he's living in us. And he said, anyone who has faith in me is going to be involved in doing the greater works. Now immediately... Sometimes when I talk to people, I say, oh, the greater works. They think, oh, Jesus raised the dead. 
which he did. Praise the Lord. And then immediately we disqualify ourselves. Let me help you. Don't disqualify yourself. Well, I, I haven't raised the dead. Therefore, I don't qualify to do the greater works. That's, that's a skewed way of thinking. By that token, most of the people in the Bible failed. People did raise people from the dead. But immediately you think, oh, Jesus did that, I can't do that. I'll never do that, therefore I can't do anything. That's a, that's a crazy way of thinking. The greater works of Jesus are merely all of us, all of us, allowing the Holy Spirit of Jesus to live his life, doing what is required in any given situation. See, the, the greater work is not always in this. If it's not a dead body, you don't need to raise anybody from the dead. But it's whatever Jesus wants you to do. Whatever Jesus wants to do in any given situation. That's the greater work. It's not what would Jesus do. I know the people wear that bangle. That's okay. But just change the one W. Not what would he. What will he do? What will he do? He will do what I do. He will do exactly what I do. He will say what I say. Why? Because he's living his life in me. He's alive today. And he's living his life in me. See, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And you know what happens when you begin to allow Jesus and the Holy Spirit of Jesus living in you to live this life? People start talking about you. And they talk about you in terms of Jesus. They start putting you and Jesus together. They say, you remind me of someone. My grandmother? No. Jesus. You look, you look like someone. You know when... You, you kind of talk the way Jesus would talk. You look like Jesus would look. You, you, you have those same values as Jesus, don't you? So, yeah. Why? It's because of Jesus living his life through you. That's who you are. It's easy, folks. It's the easiest thing in the world. It takes control of your whole life. People start talking in those terms, complimentary and negatively. Some won't like it, but some will. But you know something... We're living in a time today when the world is really desperate, 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 desperate for life. It's interesting, on Friday, I was reading things and looking on the news. So many people saying, Happy Good Friday. Happy Good Friday. Making Friday, Good Friday night, it's another holiday. And yet, if you notice, on the news, people were packed out coming to church meetings on Friday. Not because of a religious thing. People are are looking for something. This guy I was talking to this morning, he said, just two weeks ago, he said, I started going back to church for the first time in 20 years. You're thinking, I'd like to talk more. I'll, I'll go and talk to him sometime. There are things happening in people's lives. People who you think God had given up on many, many years ago. No, God is working in lives today. He's a God of restoration. Do you know something? Let me as we're just closing. We're going to praise the Lord. I really want us to praise the Lord Jesus today. The greater works. Let me give you some of the things that are required in situations we face to allow Jesus to live his life. There are times when the requirement is this. Lay hands on sick people. And what happens when you lay hands on sick people? They get healed. Anybody ever had hands laid upon them and been healed? Has anybody ever laid hands upon anybody else and they've been healed? Praise the Lord. There will come time. There are times. And all you need to do is 
Jesus, I'm available. You do your greater work for me today. He says, right. See that sick person? Yes. Just lay your hands on. All you have to do, lay, lay, your, lay your hands. Just lay your hands on them. What do you want me to do? Just lay your hands on them. All you have to do is lay your hands on them. I'm expecting sick people to come in this morning sick. I'm expecting someone to lay their hands upon you and you will be healed. So many testimonies at the moment we're receiving. People are being healed. Uh, just blessed with, with Kate who gave a testimony last Sunday. She was born with a condition, told her she would live with it forever. And Jesus healed her just a couple of weeks ago. Just saw a testimony she'd written yesterday. It was on Facebook. How she'd had to drive a long five-hour drive to go and see her family for Easter. And she said, praise the Lord. No will affect. I'm healed. I'm totally healed. Isn't that wonderful? Because someone laid their hands upon her. And she'd been healed. Do you know there's a greater work sometimes? It's to mean to confront hypocrisy. That's what Jesus did. The greater works of Jesus are to confront hypocrisy. Not to let things get away with people that get away with things. But to say certain things, do you know I'm going to say it as it is? If you're a Christian, you can't live like that. If you call yourself a Christian, stop messing about. If you call yourself a Christian, really live. That's what Jesus did. That's the greater work. Calling a spade a spade, let's call it black and white as it really is. The world is waiting to see Christianity as it really should be. Jesus works as encouragement and kindness. There were days when Jesus encouraged people. People had given up on themselves. People were ready to jack it all in and throw it all in. And one word from Jesus changed their whole life. Do you know we're living in a world where people have no hope? Little hope. And all they need is a word of encouragement. And a word of kindness. You see, we can be radical and we are radical. But Jesus was kind. He believed in people. Yes, he did. We don't wipe people out. We're not people of second chance. Because God doesn't take chances. He says, what I've started, I will finish in you. And we're here this morning. God didn't take a chance on me. God said, son, I'm starting something in you. And I'll complete it on the day of Jesus Christ. I'm still a work in progress. God's a kind God. Jesus is kind. You see, truth without love is brutal. But love without truth is sentimental. You've got to have both. Sometimes the greater work is to rebuke sin. There were times when Jesus said this, don't do that anymore. Go and sin no more. Change your life. That's a greater work. It's not just laying hands on sick. It is that. It's being Jesus all the time. It's speaking the truth. In love. That when people say to you, what do you think about this? Your colleagues, tell them what you really think. Don't be political. Tell them what the Bible says. We've been addressing same-sex marriage, the whole question. We've addressed it on Monday night here. We've been addressing it. We say, what do you think? And we've been telling you. This, 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 and this, and this. And people say, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Speak the truth. Prick religious balloons. That's what Jesus did. That's the greater work. He pricked religious balloons sometimes. He said, he said, you see all that stuff? It's nothing to do with me. Why? Because God is bringing about 
the bride of Christ and the body of Christ and the maturity of the church. And people are getting, there's so much fog in their thinking. And Jesus said, I've come to bring life and light. Don't get caught up in religion. If Jesus is living by his spirit in you, you won't become religious. Jesus was a man and this person who calls for radical obedience. Isn't he? The greater work, he said, follow me. Follow me. When someone said, let me go and bury my father, he said, no, let him, he's dead, you come with me. That's a radical thing to say. When Jesus said, uh, a man who puts his hand to the plow and looks back, he's not fit for the kingdom. He said, wow. Because Jesus said, I want you to obey me. And the person who's doing the greater works, you're living that life of radical obedience. And you're incredibly attractive. You're incredibly attractive to those who really want to make their life count. Move in signs and wonders. Jesus moved in signs and wonders. Sometimes things happening all the time. Doing miracles and signs and wonders. And among us, the supernatural, constantly among us, signs, wonders, miracles. So glad that we're not just hungry for them, we're experiencing these things today. We're seeing people getting saved. People having visitations of God. People having things happen to them. Sovereignly, God is moving on their life. That's the greater works. That's what you're involved in. Why? Because Jesus is living in you. You're a person of sign and wonder. Say that. I am a person of sign and wonder. We're people who live and move in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And this morning as we come to praise the Lord, we're going to come and worship Him and give Him our best and expect to see the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Holy Spirit manifest among us. Already we've heard this morning, we've heard the Lord speak to us. But we're going to come and worship Him and we're going to come and praise Him. Why? Because Easter is not just a date in a calendar. I, I love Easter Sunday. I got saved, as many of you know, I keep telling you. I got saved on Easter Sunday. Happy birthday. So two days, it was the 10th of April that year. I got saved Easter Sunday. It was great. And the moment I received Jesus, I didn't realize what I was getting into. I thought I was just not going to hell, which I wasn't. God saved me from going to hell. But you know something? In that moment, the Holy Spirit came into my life. I entered into a whole new way of existence. That Jesus himself now living his life, continuing his life through me. And that's what he's doing through you. And that's what we're about this morning. We haven't just come to celebrate a date and a calendar. It's Easter. Tomorrow we carry on. Every moment of every day, we're all living in the power of the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. Say this with me. The same Holy Spirit Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dead is living His life life. as God God. in me. me. Say it again. The same Holy Spirit Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dead. is living His life life. as God God. in me. Say this, I am a person person who does does. the greater works works. because the Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead dead is living His life life. as God God. in me. me. Therefore, (laughs) mega. (laughs) Therefore, there's no contradiction at all between who Jesus is and who you are. I am as he is in this world. And right now, we're going to praise 
the living Jesus and the Holy Spirit of Jesus was in you is longing for you right now to stand and to praise Jesus with all that is within you the fact that Jesus is alive today and we're going to find that the Holy Spirit is not just confined to us he's the God of the heavens and heaven is going to touch earth this morning so you ready to praise the Lord would you stand please Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, I want to thank you so much that you're alive today, that you are mega. You really are. And I thank you that you've delivered us from sin and sickness and death. I thank you that your blood was shed on the cross. So we can be forgiven of all our sins. But we want to thank you, Holy Spirit, that you raised Jesus up from the dead. And today, Jesus, you are living your life in every one of us who's confessed you as Lord. And right now, as we praise you, and as we celebrate, and as we worship you, I just pray that there will be a tremendous joining together of heaven and earth as we meet with you and celebrate your goodness and that you will do signs and wonders and get glory for your name. Pray that you'll save this morning, that you'll heal this morning. But most of all, we've come to give you honor and to give you glory, to raise this roof and to celebrate because Jesus, Lord, is alive. Amen. Say mega. You've been listening to a message from All Nations Church Cardiff. To download other messages, subscribe to our podcast, or find out more about us, log on to www.allnationschurch.org.uk. Thank you.